We are very excited, Be'ez HaShem to begin a new volume, Lekut HaSichis, volume 23, Krach Chov Gimel, on Chumash Bamidbar. We begin with the first Sicha, a beautiful Rashi Sicha on this week's Parsha, with a very powerful lesson in Avedis HaShem regarding the Achtus of Yidin. The Shir today is being learned, Lelinishmas, Rabbi Yosef bin Yomin, Ben Rabbi Menashe Koltman. The Pasuk in this week's parasha where it says, these were the ones called by the congregation, those are the two words Rashi will explain, the Nesim of all the Yidin, Rashi Alfi Yisrael. So Rashi stops on these two words of Eile Kruya Eida, when is Mefadish, and he explains, what does it mean? Hanekroyim l'chol dvar that these are the individuals that are called for every important matter for the people, for the congregation. That's the Taich of Kru Yehida. What is Rashi saying here? So in the commentaries, we find two types of explanations of what Rashi's intention is. Aleph, the first pshat is, Rashi kum tshailo zayin amazonit lernen as Kru Yehida meint azay rufin tzizam Rashi is coming to negate a possible interpretation that Kruya Eida means that they are the ones that call and summon the people. And Rashi is telling you that you cannot understand it this way. This is not the prominence of the Nisim, the fact that they are the ones that summon all the people. So here the Pasik wants to tell us about how great these Nisim were. So therefore that Rashi says it means that they are the ones that are called to for every important matter for the people. That's one pshat in Rashi. Beis, another pshat. Their Lashin Kruya Eida is mashma as a verengerufum funder Eida. The words Kruya Eida seems like it's saying that who's the one that calls them, who summons these Nisim? The people. Was the Spasnitz the Zagen of Nisim? But it's not appropriate to say this regarding these Nisim, that they are the ones that are being summoned on the Eidas and and the people are the ones that call them or decree upon them that they should come. They call the Nisim, indicating sort of that the people are above the Nisim, sort of controlling them or inviting or summoning them. So therefore Rashi is negating this as well. This means that yet these Nesim are called for a certain purpose and possibly even by the people. They're being called for advice and to rectify some matter. For any important matter that concerns the people or for whatever need they have. So therefore, from this we understand that Eila Kruya Eida is expressing the prominence of these Nisim. So here the Rebbe and Sif Beis will explain why it's difficult to accept both of these Pshatim. But it's difficult to learn in the words of Rashi both of these interpretations. According to the first Pshat here, as Rashi Rashi is simply coming to clarify the translation of the word Kruye. Who is calling whom? That's a Kruye Eida, that you shouldn't think that it means that they uh, they call together the people, because there's no Shivas to that, right? That's what Rashi is coming to clarify. 
hat Rashi gedacht, meitig sein von Passig, Blois, dem Wort, Krui, und befahrisch sein, hani Kroim, vachayetze bezeh. So in that case, it would be necessary for Rashi only to bring this one word, Krui, and to translate, what does Krui mean? Krui does not mean that they summon the people, but on the other hand, it, no, the opposite, it means Nikroim, that they, they are the ones that are called for important matters. If it's just a matter of translating the word Krui, Krui could mean they call, or Krui could mean that they get called. So Rashi just has to bring that one word and translate it. Oich, additionally, Oiv de Kesolke Daitoch, Rashi is Shailol, if we're going to say that the idea that you may have to translate the words here in the Pasik would be as follows. Rashi is actually coming to negate the third approach, as Krui meant the Vasruf and the Eda. Krui over here does refer, you would think maybe, that it refers to the Nisim that summon the people. And the reason is, you would actually think the fact that they're appointed to summon all the people does show on their prominence. And the Rebbe Taishtop Rashi as the Chshivis is an andere. And Rashi is coming to say true, that yes, if they would be calling the people, that does show in a certain Chshivis, the fact that they are inviting everybody. But, but however, their real prominence is something else. That they are the ones that summon everybody else. In other words, according to the other Pshatim that Rashi brought before, the main point over here is that Rashi wants you to understand that Krui means that there's Chshivis, there's prominence. But according to this third pshat that Rebbe offers here, that however you touch Krue, whether they summon the people, whether they get summoned by the people, either way it expresses their chshibas, their importance. And Rashi is telling you that the correct pshat is that they get called by the people for a certain matter. But if so, if that's what Rashi is explaining here, is das kufanit muvan. So this itself needs an, an explanation. Why does Rashi negate the pshat that's saying that Kruyeda means that they invite the people if them being the ones that invite everybody, summon everybody, does show on prominence? If that alone is already a chshivis, which is befitting what we're discussing here, why they were chosen to come and help Moshe and Aaron count the Yidin, we're going to be calling all the Yidin, gathering all the Yidin for them to be counted. So, Muslim Zogin, we must say, as thus was Rashi learned in the Der Pirishim Pasik, as they rufen the Eida, the fact that Rashi does not want to explain the Pasik to mean that they are the ones that call and summon all the people, is it's not because the content, the meaning, this Pshat itself, that there's something over here that doesn't fit into the Pasik, but because it's it's the word, the actual word Krue cannot mean this. Krue meant means that they are called by the people. And not that they call the people together. That's the simple title of the word Krui. So Rashi doesn't even have to clarify that. So isn't it move on? If so, the question remains here. If so, why does Rashi have to explain this and clarify this if it's self-understood? So again, the point here is, it must be that it's self-understood that that's the actual translation of Krue, because if it's not, then we're left with the question, why does Rashi choose this pshat and not the pshat that the people summon the, the Nisim? If that also shows on uh, on Indian of Chivis. Or again, why, why doesn't Rashi choose the pshat that the Nisim gather and summon the people if that also refers to Chivis? 
So we must say that it's self-understood. If it's self-understood that Kruay means that the people summoned the Nesim, so then why does Rashi even have to explain this? Okay, this is all regarding the first interpretation in this Rashi. move on. The second shot of Rashi as well is not understood. And then Teichem von Kruay, the word Kruay, when it says Kruay Eida, is not ungedated as the Nekroim zene Nidrike mitzadem vazei veren gerufen von Dikairim. There is no way, nothing that indicates here that the ones that are being called are lower on, a, on, the, on their level, less than the people that are calling them. And therefore, as, as they, the Mepharshim said, Rashi does not want to say that they're being called by the people because that would show that they're on a lower level. What indicates that they're on a lower level? So what is negating this pshat? Why do we not want to learn this way? As it could be that they're being called and they're being turned to because of their prominence. It's not uh, necessary for Rashi to come and say, Why does Rashi have to come and emphasize that, that they're being called for a special Eitzah, a special Tikkun? It, it would be self-understood. If they're being summoned, they're being called, they're probably being turned to because of their prominence. So what is Rashi adding here? So on Siv Gimel, we continue with the next Rashi in the Pasik or in the next Pasik. On the next Pasik here it says, Moshe and Aaron took these people that were specified with their names. So Rashi brings the words of the Pasik, these people here, these men, we're speaking about these 12 Nesim. The Nosh Loi kan b'shemis, the ones that were specified here with their names. So it's not clear what exactly Rashi is clarifying in the pasuk. So the commentaries explain as follows: As funarich is loshna pasuk. All these words here in the pasuk: Vayikach Moshe va'aren esha noshem ha'ela goimer unit vayikach oisam Moshe va'aren. Since we're talking about them before, it could have just simply said that Moshe va'aren took them. Why does it say ha noshem ha'ela these people? We're, we're, we're middle of speaking about these Nesim here. There would be room to say, as does in an Andra Noshim, that when it says now, it's actually others, other 12 men. Not the 12 Nesim that were already mentioned earlier. On, and if that would be true, under mention, the ones that were specified with their names would be referring to other men. And their names were specified to Moshe Rabbeinu elsewhere. We don't know where, but Moshe Rabbeinu heard from Hashem another group of 12 men that should be gathered here. That's what it would seem from the extra words, Ha'anashem is Rashi does Shailel, so Rashi negates this pshat and zokt, and he tells us as do ved gemein tishneim osan esim alolo. That no, the pasuk here is referring to the very same twelve men. On Ashenikvu b'shemis, when it says that the ones that were specified with their names maintained b'mokemacher, not different men elsewhere that Moshe Rabbeinu got their names. No, like here tsumayshin undaif not over here. These names that are mentioned here in the pasuk is told to Moshe Rabbeinu. That's what Rashi is clarifying in the pshat of the pasuk. However, it's very difficult to say that this is the Pshar. Without Rashi clarifying this, I would think to say, as the Posig do, 
that the Pasuk here, Be'emtza Dibur, in the middle of this whole discussion, the Ebesh is speaking to Moshe Rabbeinu Ba'ariches, at length, Vegan Dishnei Masa Nesim, about these 12 uh, Nesim, Vatmeinen Mitvayikach, Esa Anoshema Eile, and the mention. When it says the words that you take these men, or Moshe Rabbeinu took these men, and it says these, these men, what does it mean? Other 12 men that are not even mentioned here. And not these that are mentioned here that Hashem has commanded him. How would you think that that's the Pshar of the Pasik? More so, the question is the Zanim. And you would even think that this could be possible, even though the Pasik does not even say who they are. And it's just indicating that there are other men with a hint. Men that were specified by their names elsewhere. Not telling us who it's speaking about. This is very difficult to say that this is what the Pasuk means. And Rashi has to negate this way of understanding the Pasuk. It can't be. Very difficult to learn Rashi this way. So the question is, what is Rashi clarifying here in the Pshat of the Pasuk? You see, if Dalit the Rebbe brings what other Mepharshim say over here about these words of Anoshim under the Mepharshim learning, as Rashi is the nitshel like a sloka daitoch in Pasig, as does meant under the mention. Rashi is definitely not coming to negate an idea that the Pasig here is speaking about other men. Not an Indian in Avonas There's something that Rashi has to clarify in the understanding of the Psukim here. Since the Pasig uses the term these men, is mashma as does an instam anoshim. It seems like that we're now we're speaking about people that they're referred to as just plainly men. We're not referring to them as nesiim. They're being chosen not for the fact that they were the leaders of each shevet, but rather that just simply that they were men. So this Rashi clarifies No, they are being chosen to join the count of all the Eden because of their position of who they are, that they were the leaders. That's what Rashi comes to clarify. But if that's what Rashi is coming to say, the question, however, remains, So why does the Pasuk use the term that these men were taken to count the Yidin and it does not say Nisim, the leaders? And you need Rashi to come and clarify that they are these Nesim. So why doesn't the Pasuk actually say that they are the Nesim the way they are referred to earlier? Okay, so basically we have over here a few Rashis that need to be explained. What is Rashi coming to explain in these Psukim regarding these 12 Nesim that joined the count with Moshe and Aaron to count Klal Yisrael? So in Sifei, the Rebbe will point out that there are some basic problems here with these Psukim. And really, Rashi is coming to give an answer more generally to understand what these psukim are bechlal coming to tell us. So we'll understand all this by first introducing some basic questions that there are on these psukim here. Aleph number one, the two psukim. These two psukim we're discussing. Are seemingly completely extra. Regarding the first Pasik of Eile Kruei, it already says earlier, Along with you comes 12 men, one for the head of each one of the Shvatan that will count Yidin. 
ist, was kommt da der Passik, wieder einmal, What, what's the Pasek coming here again to describe and at length exactly who they are and what they are, that they're created and so on. Nochmal is not move on. My Kamashbal on the Zweite Pasek. Even more so the question is, what is the second Pasek of Aikach Moshe Varen coming to teach me? It is doch Pashet as Moshe Varen of Moshe Gefolt, was the Ebeshot Zige heißen. It's obvious that Moshe Varen followed orders of what Hashem told him. Is uh, as Mitzay, Zalm Dinesim, uh, so the Nisim oft zählen die Eden, that together with the Nisim, the Eden should be counted. Und wie beribu mekaimis beteire, was teire, the zählt nor, the zählt nit, that is, in many places in teire, the teire does not relate, noch in Zivi, as Moshe, at mekaim given them Zivi Hashem, after Moshe gets a command from Hashem, the teire does not specify of what happened and how he fulfilled it. It's self-understood that he fulfilled what Hashem wants of him. So why here is the Torah saying by Yikach that Moshe Rabbeinu took along these Nisim with him? I feel like the Pesach will not make the time of Farid Zayin as Moshe Varen of Mekayim Gwen Tzivi HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'Poyol even if for whatever reason the Torah does want to specify that Moshe and Aaron fulfilled Hashem's command in actuality would be enough similar to what it says in other places to just simply say and Moshe and Aaron did. They followed. Other al kopanim vayikach Moshe and Aaron es ha noshem eile. And Moshe and Aaron took these men. Was is neitik the hemshech? Why is it necessary to add the continuation? Asher nikvu b'shemus. It was specified by their names. Kiilu medafav masimin vebn zeom genumen. As if the pasuk has to give some kind of a sign to be clear exactly who it is that Moshe and Aaron took along with them. It's not necessary. It already clearly says that the Nisim are joining the count. Base, another basic question here is, Bechlal is done at move on the Hemshech Dibra Kadesh Baruch Moshe. In general, it's not on the story of the continuation of Hashem's words to Moshe. Noch dem Posik. After the Posik that says in the beginning, Ve'itchem, Yiu, Ish, Ish, Lamate, that along with Moshe and Aaron comes these 12 men, the 12 Nisim, so then over there, the Ebeshter says, Ve'elesh Moshe Anoshim. Here, these are the names of these men, Ashiyamdu Itchem, Leruvin Goimer, the name of the, the Nasi of Reuven, and it's Mepharet, the name of the Nasi Shevet Bazunder. And the Torah specifies the names of all the Shvatim separately. So the question is, why is this necessary? L'chayre, seemingly, der dibur is doch given be'echad l'chaydish ha'sheni bashan ha'sheniz. When is Hashem speaking to Moshe? As the Pasuk says, this was the first of the month of year in the second year after Yidin come out of Mitzrayim. We'll say it's be'echad be'ir. A'chaydish nachdem, this is one month after the Mishkan was erected. These are the same Nesim that then on Rishchidosh Nisim bring each one their Karbanis on the Mizbeach, the Karbanis of the Nesim. So why is Hashem saying, and here these are the names of these men? As if now he's revealing and notifying Moshe the names. The Shaz is an If they were already known to Moshe Rabbeinu from Rishchidosh Nisim. Now the Rebbe clarifies now here in the order the way this is written in the Taita. The Psukim Ve'elish Moshe Anoshim. The, it's not the Pasik notifying who these men are. What the Rebbe is clarifying over here is the story of Reish Chaydish Nissen that happened before the story of Reish Chaydish Ir. So in the Torah, it's written out of order. It only comes in the next week's Pasha, in Pasha's Nasai, where it speaks about the Nisim that brought their Karbonis. 
So if so, you could say, even if Moshe Rabbeinu knew it from before, but we didn't learn Parshish Nasa yet, it's brought in Torah later, so maybe now the Pasuk here is telling me who these men are. So the Rebbe says, no, when it says in the Pasuk, Ve'elish Moshe Anashim, it's not the Pasuk notifying us who they are. Vazdan is moving it does Hashem. So if that would be the case, so then the fact that the Pasuk tells me their names would be understood. Because until this point, the names have not been mentioned yet. As I said before, it's only mentioned later in the next week's parasha in Nase. No, rather, but over here though, when it says, This is Hashem communicating with Moshe Rabbeinu about who he should bring to count the Yidin. These are the names of the men that will stand with you when you count the Eden. So the question is, why is Hashem notifying Moshe Rabbeinu who these people are and with all their names? If Moshe Rabbeinu knows, you just have to tell him the Nisim. He knows their names from who they were a month before when they brought the Karbanis for all the Klai Yisrael and Eshchidosh Nisim. So we have some very strong and basic questions here on these psukim. They're completely extra, and especially all the names brought before are also completely extra. So Sivav, the Rebbe shows us how the Rashi, the few words here that Rashi says, brought before the Rashis, Rashi answers what it is that happens new here with these Nisim. So for him, for him, so to answer these questions, so Rashi, Rashi explains what are the words that mean? They are called for every important matter of the people. What Rashi is telling you is, yes, the Nisim are known from before. But there's a new level, a new accomplishment regarding who these Nisim and what their job was. Which earlier did not, uh, did not apply to them. Now what exactly is this new thing? So this continues to what Rashi already says before this. What does Rashi say? When the Pasuk says, along with Moshe Rabbeinu, should be one man, one Nasi for each Shevet. Is Rashi Mefarish? And so Rashi says the following words. When you count the Yidin, along with you should be the Nasi of every single Shevet. What does this mean? So simply, Rashi is coming and explaining, the fact that the Nisim joined Moshe and Aaron in counting the Eden is not a pitish. This does not mean that each Nasi, as you would think, only participated in the count of his Shavis. Nor as the Nisim from all the Shvatim, whom is Achmistatu given dominion, call Shevet v'Shevet, but rather that all twelve Nisim participated with the count of all twelve of the Shvatim, call Shevet v'Shevet. That's what Rashi says. So the meaning of call Shevet v'Shevet does not mean each one for their Shevet. No, they were all there together by the count of all the Shvatim. That's the Chiddush that Rashi says before. And here the Rebbe explains where Rashi takes this from. On Rashi nemtes arayis from Lashon Apasik ve'itchem yihiyu. And they will be with you. The word yihyu, on a statement, in the Pasik, the Pasik does not use the term similar to what it says earlier. It doesn't just say that you will count all Yidin, Aaron, and then Nesiyah Shvatim, or something similar. Rather, it says, they will always be with you. 
Ukumbuvur in Mefarshim, Mepratius, as this is explained and elaborated upon in the Mefarshim, that these, these words, Vitchem Yiu, indicate this. So therefore, we see over here a tremendous Chiddush. Yes, we know that they are Nesiyim, but here, there's something new that happens. The Nesiyim have to all be there, not just as a leader for their Shevet, but when all the Shvatim are being counted. So the, a, a, a clarification is needed for this. What relation does the Nasi of one Shevet have to the count of a different Shevet? He's not the leader of the other Shevet. Moshe and Aaron are the ones that are the leaders of all the Yidin. All Yidin. Moshe is the Goyalumanic. Moshe Rabbeinu is the redeemer and leader of all Yidin. And Aaron is the Kohen Godel. And Aaron is the Kohen Godel of all of Klal Yisrael. So that's understood why Moshe and Aaron both count the entire Klal Yisrael. But each one of the Nesim is only connected to the Shevet, that he's a Nasi of, of that Shevet. So there's room to say that they should take part in the count of his Shevet. And the Rebbe gives a few reasons for this. Whether it's to give honor to the Nasi, that if you're counting his Shevet, you should be involved in this count. Other or alternatively, because he has the knowledge regarding exactly who belongs to the Shevet and who's not. So the Nasi is the one that verified that this person is part of the Shevet and he's counted as part of the Shevet. There could be some kind of question regarding the lineage of a Yid. So the Nasi is the one that resolves this. So that's understood if he's taking part of the count of his Shevet. What connection does this Nasi have to all other Shvatim? And therefore, he must also be involved in the count of all the Klal Yisrael. That is what Rashi comes to explain it. So, for this, we have this Pasik, which, which the Rebbe asked before, this extra Pasik that comes to say, what does this mean? It's now at this point that they are appointed with a new, a new position, a new, a new job. In addition to the fact that each one is the leader of his shevet, that they are the ones that are summoned for any important matter for the entire congregation. They're connected and they have a relation with the entire congregation not only with their Shevet. So that's what this Pasuk Avir is saying. Yes, these are the Nisim from before, but now they're being appointed newly to be involved and leaders for the entire Kal Yisrael. That's what Ashi clarifies, so we now understand why this is not an extra Pasuk. And as we'll see, this will answer the other questions as well. And Siv Zayin, the Rebbe continues to answer the other questions. When we look in the Pesukim before, and the Pesuk describes these Nesim, again, by Metai, Zayin, Nesim, Zok the Pesuk, what does the Pesuk say? And then it adds, Roshe Alpha Yisrael, that they are the heads of the thousands of the Yidin. The Lachayre seemingly da is blazingaya as is an anisiye matisavaisa. The only thing that matters here is that they are the nasi of their shevet, so they're taking part in the count of their shevet. 
What is the Pasuk Moise from Madgish? Rashi, Alpha, Yisrael, Heim. Why is the Pasuk adding and highlighting the fact that they are leaders for all of Klai Yisrael? Nor the Pasuk will demit untestreichen, sehr gottlos bechlau. That's exactly what the Pasuk wants to emphasize. That these Nesim were great and leaders for Klai Yisrael in general. As they say, Rashi, Alpha, Yisrael. Leaders of all the thousands of Eden. So therefore they're fit to be the ones that are called for all the Yidin, and therefore they are being included in the count, not only of their Shevet, but of all of Klai Yisrael. Now there's another beautiful diak over here, in this term, Roshe Alpha Yisrael, for Yumtak Yaiser, this is much Geschmacker understood, like in Piddish, in Roshe Alpha Yisrael, the pshat of the words Alpha, Alpha Yisrael, as the main to Roshim, if the Sare Alofim, that these Nesim are the heads over the Sare Alofim, which are mentioned in Parshas Yisrael, that were the ministers, the ones that were appointed over the thousands of Eden. Every thousand of Klal Yisrael had another head or another judge that was taking care of their matters, the Sare Alofim. So here, there are certain Eden that, that could have been left out because the Yidin's count was not exactly down to an even number of a thousand, a thousand, a thousand that could be divided for these sudden to take care of Yidin, as the Rebbe specifies here. The Sacha Koyal for me in Kol Shevet is doch given kame meiz v'chuli yisayi As we see, the count of the Shvatim were a couple of hundred more than a, a equal number or a full number of a thousand. So that, what that means is that you had the Sari Alofim that took care of matters of a thousand Eden, but then what happened with those remainder, with those hundreds that were left out of that thousand? So in order now to appoint someone else to take care of, to, to combine from different Shvatim, a hundred from these Shvatim, a hundred from another Shevet that were remainders and to come to the number of a thousand, that even over these hundreds that were a remainder, there should also be a minister, someone that takes care of this thousand. This is by combining the remainder of hundreds of Yidin from various Shvatim together. And it's on them that the Pasuk is saying, Roshe Alfe Yisrael, regarding these, they were the leaders over these remainder of hundreds that was a combination of a few Shvatim. So that's the case. It comes out as the Nisim, Zayin the Nisim of the Sare Alafim. They these Nisim. So they were also the leaders over the Sare Alafim. Is they Nisim is given Nitnar of Bnei Shiftam. Not only were they leaders over the people of their own Shevet, nor Oichiv Andere. Their Nisim included also other Yidden of other Shvatim as well, since that's the only way to combine and bring it to the number of a thousand. And that's what the Pasik is hinting or telling us with the words Alfei Yisrael. So therefore, we understand that over here, these Nesim, which were Nesim before, from their shave, for their Shevet, but now there's a, a whole new level that their Nesim takes uh, on itself, and that is the Nesim over the entire Klal Yisrael. So now we come back to answering in Sifches the names that are specified here again. All the names are counted, and the Pasuk emphasizes, Nikfu B'Shemais. What are we saying with this? With this we understand why over here Hashem when he speaks to Moshe he, enumer- he he says all the names of all the Shvatim again. As we already learned earlier about this is that Hashem appoints and also provides the necessary for this the, the power, the energy for this 
by calling a name. That's the appointing and an empowering of the person. Via state, as we see when it comes to building the Mishkan, see that I've called him with a name, and he's filled with the spirit of Hashem. So we see calling a name is empowering and appointing a person to a position. So therefore the same is in our case. So the shame is anasim to Moshe by the fact that Hashem calls them by their names, speaking to Moshe. This is what affects and brings this new position that they're appointed to that they did not earlier have. Which means from the ganze Eida canal that now they are the ones that gather all the Klal Yisrael. They are the ones, or they are the ones that are being called, rather. They are the ones that are being called for any important matter that's relevant for all of Klai Yisrael. With this, we understand the second Pasuk as well, which seems to be extra when it says, That Moshe Rabbeinu took these men that were specified by their name. Since over here, there's this new position and this new power that Hashem gives to these Nesim here. So therefore, from Moshe's Benu's part as well, they have to be taken as well to be the Kruya the ones that are summoned for every important matter. In addition to the fact that they were already earlier appointed to be the Nesim of all the Shvatim. And with this, we can understand what Rashi means when he says, says Rashi, It's these 12 Nesim. And then Rashi says, The ones that were specified here with their, with their names. So how do we read these Rashis? What does he mean to say? So the Rebbe clarifies, does an init can tzvei bazundere dibra maschos and Rashi? The right way to read these Rashis is not that you have two different Rashis quoting from two parts of the Pasuk that are saying two unrelated points. Nor says, ein hemshecha dibur. It's really all one long Rashi. Rashi is maitik, the Meloshon HaKosov, as Rashi sometimes does, he's quoting from the language of the Pasuk, and in between the words of the Pasik that he quotes, he inserts words to clarify the flow of the Pasik. So you read it as follows. These men, these 12 Nesim, and they were specified of here with the names. It's read as one long Rashi. Now what is Rashi saying with this? So based on before, we understand what Rashi is saying. With this, Rashi is coming to clarify not like Mufarshim say, as we make it under a mention, to negate that this is not referring to other 12 men. There's no reason to think that. The Pasek and Rashi is coming to clarify the details of this new taking of these Nesim. These 12 men, they are the Nesim from before already. Right? As Rashi says, they are already from the scene from before. But over here now, Moshe Rabbeinu is especially taking them with him because of this new position that they're appointed to now. That now they got their names, even though they are already Nesim from before. 
So that's what Rashi is clarifying. These people that are in the seam already from before, but now they're being taken with a new, on a, a new level, with a new position. So now here they were called with their names for this new level. And this is beautifully understood in the words of the Pasik itself. The Pasik says that these men were taken and it does not say the Nisim. The fact that Moshe Rabbeinu takes the Nisim with him to count the Yidin is not given al nor the fun was not only as an outcome or because of the fact that they are leaders, each one of their Shevet. The Shaykhis to Zayn Shevet, the relation that he has only to his Shevet, nor al Tsa but rather they're being taken for these men. These men that were now appointed to be not just a Nasi, a Nasi for his Shevet, but they are the prominent ones, the men that were there for all the matters of all the Israel. People that are, that are separated and elevated to be, to be there for all of the Yid. And that's what the Pasuk here is saying. This new thing that, that they were elevated to, besides the fact that they were already Nisim from before. And the Pasuk is saying, As the Rebbe explained, that it's the fact that they were called by their names, that's how Hashem appoints and empowers them to this new position to be connected to counting all the Klai Yisrael. So this concludes the, the, the Pshat and Rashi. We understand the flow of all the Rashis and the Psukim of what it's saying over here, that the Nisim that we know from before were now elevated to a new position to be counting all the Klai Yisrael. But in Sif Test, the Rebbe takes this much deeper to understand what's really behind this. However, this is not completely smoothly understood. Sof, sof, in the end of the day, you could still ask, Why was this necessary? As yet Nasi, that every Nasi should participate in the count of all the Shvatim. And because of this, they were appointed freshly a new Minui to be called for matters of the whole of Klai That they are related not only to the Shevet, that they are Nasi, but for all Yidin. Why is this necessary? You can ask, either way, this doesn't, there's no reason for this. Looking at the count of Klal Yisrael, the general idea of counting all of Yidin, this includes all Yidin equally. And therefore it demands that this should be done by somebody that has a relation to all Yidin as one. is genug as the means so this would be enough that this minion should be done through, like the previous times, even were counted through Moshe Rabbeinu himself. And the most you can add of here, Aaron the Kohen Gadol, over for all the Kla Yisrael. That's on one end. If you look at the minion, Akloli of the minion. On the other hand, the fact that each Shevet is, dis- is distinct and is separate. This is the first time that each Shevet was counted separately. To know the number of the families of each Shevet today, that they're, what they belong to. And therefore it was necessary to combine the Nisim to count, as the Rebbe explained the reasons before. So for this, it's not relevant to have Nesim that have a connection to all of Klal Yisrael. 
So what was really the point of this, that the Nisim did participate in the count of all the Klal Yisrael when you already have Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron HaKoyen Gadol, which is there for the count of all the Klal Yisrael? Is the beer So the answer to this is, when we get a deeper understanding of what the count is really all about, that in your minion is, Boloshan Rashi, the idea of counting the Yidin, as Rashi says, is This is here to notify to Yidin their love that Hashem has to them. As it expresses the love for Yidin. As the Shlo explains this, when you count something, that makes it prominent. As the halacha is, regarding something that's counted. And it does not become bottle, which is the, as the halacha is, regarding something which is counted. It's so similar here, when Yidin are counted, this expresses their love and their chshivas. Now, on them, Zenefaran, Tzveyefan, expressing the love of every single Yid and the prominence, the chshivas of every single Yid, there are two different aspects to this. The free the Giminyanim earlier in the title when Yidin are counted, by Velachamot Gitzelt, Ali Yidin, the Enklal, all Yidin are counted together in one, as one. On that is Chalkus Lishvatim, without being divided into different Shvatim. Zenekumiloidia, Megalas, and the Maila Vechibe von Yidin, was his Hechafunis Chalkus. This is to notify, to reveal that level within a Yid which is higher than being divided. There's no distinction, one Shevet, another Shevet, all Yidin are equal. What is this? This is the essence of the soul of every single Yid, which is the same. There is no distinction between one Yid and another. But over here, though, the count in our parsha is coming. Here, it's to reveal and to notify. The Milas Proteus from Yidin. Additionally, also the individual Mila that every Yid has. But from them, is Faran is Chalkas Vishen Yidin. As far as that is concerned, there is divisions. There is the Mila that one Yid has and the other does not. You can't compare the specific level and whatever advantage or whatever character one Yid has to the character or the level of another Yid. So in our parasha, we're dividing it into 12 for every Yid, separately a different Mila. So every Shevet is counted separately. In the, when it comes to the 12 Shvatim, they're different in their lifestyle, I believe that's the translation, and also in their learning Taira and in their Parnassah and so on. In many ways, their, their life is different. As we see this in the Brachas of Yaakov, and as Rashi specifies there, that the Shvatim are all very different. And so the Funis move on, as is an Hashem. So therefore we understand from this that they're also very different in their way, that they serve Hashem. Ubuchlalus, generally speaking, Zenanas Yud Bez Drachim Klaliim and Avedis Hashem and Velachas Teltzich Klal Yisrael. These are twelve different ways, twelve general ways of how Yidin serve Hashem. As hinted in their names, Ruvin, the Avedifun Ru'u, Ruvin is serving Hashem through vision, through seeing, Ri'e, Shimin is Shmi'e, and as Avaiter, as Altarab explains in Tayrai, Pashas Vayichi, regarding some of the names of the Shvatim. So therefore, we hear the main focus of the count is highlighting the particular mila that every shevet has. And that uh, also brings out the tremendous chiba, the love that Ebesha has for Yidin. However, the question though is, but even over here in this week's parasha, all Yidin are being counted as one. All are equal in that sense. So Sifirah, the Rebbe explains this. Ah, for Pekain, it's oich by the minion, yad yid, gerechen gvaren al 
Each yid is counted only as one. It matters not more than one, not less than one. For those vice, the fact that every single yid counts just as one, what does that show? Vigaret Kama Pamim already explained more than once. As in Dominion is done in Yin of Velcha Alas and Gleich. That this count shows that there's something in a yid that all are the same. And that remains true that all Yidin are only counted as one, even though here the point of this count is to bring out the particular Mila that every Shevet has or that every person has that only he has, a Mila that he has and someone else does not have. So this is very interesting. But at the same time, all Yidin are counting, counted as one. If so, it comes out as in them is Faran, Adova Here we have sort of two opposites in this count. Not looking at the fact that on one hand this count is related to the particular mile that every yid has. Which in, in this there are many different levels. One that's on a higher level, the leaders amongst you, has more prominence. And then someone that has a much, he has a mile, but on a much lower level, wood shop or water carrier or, or something similar. There's no room that they should all be counted equally as one, with the same level of prominence. But at the same time, over here, each year is also counted as one equal to all others, even though we're focusing here on the specific mile that every year has. Well, how could this be? What's, how do you combine these two opposite points together? So we could explain the combination of these two points together. Over here, we're not just expressing the particular mile that every year but it's being counted. The particular milas of Yidna are specifically being counted. What is the idea of counting? If it's about counting them, so then it's not just about expressing and highlighting the mila that every Shevet has for itself, what that mila is, what that mila has. Nor rather, if they're being counted for the Milas Paratis, what that means is you're expressing the Milas Paratis of every Shevet and how that Milas Paratis contributes to the one big unit, the one body that needs all these Milas that make up that one unit, that one body. When it comes to this point, the fact that each individual Mila is, is uh, bringing together the Klal is in In that sense, each particular Mila contributes and makes the whole possible. Just as it's true that in order to have the full unit, the full body, you must have the head, the brain, the highest uh, milus in, in the body, to breach to the full existence of this unit. So too, the body has to have the feet as well to be complete. So in the sense of completing, yes, we're talking about individual milus where they're very different from one another, as we understand the, dif- the distance from the mile of the head to the mile of the feet, but nevertheless, the fact that they contribute and create this kaima shlema, in that sense, they're all one and the same. 
And therefore, they're all being counted equally as one. The fact that each one of these milest parotis are also milest that make up the one whole over there, they're all one and the same. So therefore, the point here is that the Achtos of Yidin has to be revealed in the Milas Pratis, but in those Milas Pratis Gufa to see that what's the truth about these Milas Pratis, their value is not just as what they are for as a Prat. Their value is the fact that they contribute to the whole. So the Emes, even the Pratim, are only adding more to the Shlemus of the cloud. This is also the explanation why it's necessary to have these Nisim of each individual Shevet, but they participated in the count of all of Klal Yisrael. The fact that they were here appointed to be that they are called for every important matter of all of Klal Yisrael. Here, when each shevet is being counted separately, what, what has to be sensed over here is, what this minion is coming to accomplish is, not just that each shevet has its nasi that's being counted separately for its own mile. But the, the Shvatim, the Nesim, are participating in all the Shvatim's count to express and bring out the fact that each individual mile of each individual Shevet makes up and gives the Shleimus for the whole Klal of whole Klal Yisrael. That's why we understand now that there's a tremendous depth over here to this new Minui that these Shvatim, that Nesim of the Shvatim had to now be involved in the count of all the Klal Yisrael. Another beautiful art over here. If you have time, take a look in Art 38. The Rebbe adds more over here in the depth of this concept of this uh, unique minion of Claude Israel here.